Well, it is no secret that nobody knows uh, the Likud and BB and Israeli politics the way Phil Rosen does. Phil is with us live via telephone. He is the um, uh, vice chair emeritus of American Friends of Likud and now serves as vice serves as vice chair of the Republican Jewish Coalition. He's with us live from Israel, I believe. Phil Rosen, welcome back to JM and the AM. Hi, Nefam. Big greetings from uh, a very beautiful Jerusalem day. Yeah, it was it was heartwarming for me when you contacted me from uh, Jerusalem while we were there. It was really a spectacular time for us, and I'm glad you're getting set to enjoy a wonderful Shabbat in the holy city. Phil, I keep using this expression, and I need your reaction to it. It looks again that it looks like again that BB is doubling down on the security issue when it comes to the campaign for prime minister. Would you agree that that is his strategy, and that's what he's doing? I think I think he's always um, focused on security, and. Um, you know, it's it's a fact that nobody provides security to the Jewish people better than uh, Bibi and uh, his right-wing partners. Um, and even more important than that, uh, the the other side, which is no longer the Labor Party, which was perennially the opposition, now it's a uh, a conglomerate of different parties, probably including the Arab parties. No one has any idea what their position is on anything. Um, they've come out with no position papers, no statements that clarify what their positions are. They've got several people at the top that have completely different, um, have had completely different positions on all issues in the past. So, and and some of them have never expressed a view on anything, like uh, the number one person in that uh, organization, um, Benny Gantz, has never politically made his views known. And uh, I think that's frightening for a country like Israel. It's frightening for any country, but I think particularly for Israel, which is always uh, facing threats, um, existential threats. And I think that uh, when when you're in that position, you have to go with somebody who has proven himself uh, or herself, but in this case himself, to be the protector of the Jewish people. Phil Rosen with us from Israel. All right, so there's two things. I mean, I, I'm sure you've had an opportunity to speak to Bibi during your visit, and obviously there's two curiosities out there. Number one, do the numbers worry him? The fact that the coalition that you just alluded to, uh, at least in the polls, has stronger numbers politically uh, in terms of mandates than he does at the moment. And number two is the is the uh, looming indictment. Now that we know it's going to happen, is that worrying him at this time? How would you say he's reacting to those two elements? Uh, I, I won't comment on the second one because I think until until it's come to fruition and until he's had his defense, I don't think you can talk about um, things like indictments and, and you know some of that. I think it's it's ridiculous that. Uh, Everybody's focused on it as if uh, as if there's been a trial and a process. I mean, you know, innocent until proven guilty, and it's just not fair that this has become even close to an election issue. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed in the prosecutor and the attorney general for having made this into uh, an election issue, and I think it should never have been. 
Um, but going to the first item, um, you know, polls uh, in Israel, um, I think, are as accurate as throwing darts against uh, against a wall. Um, I think in the past, I don't know if you remember, but Bibi's first uh, first election, uh, Shimon Peres was projected, and I was here for that. Shimon Peres was projected to be the winner um, by a great majority only two days or a day before the election, and uh, BB won by a nice, tidy sum. And I think that, uh, in my mind, um, polls just don't work in this case, particularly when you've got an amalgamation of of parties. Um, I think the most important thing to focus on in this election is who's going to provide security, number one, and um, does the party that you're choosing does that party um, have, you know, some some poison in it? And the poison, in my mind, is the poison of the Arab parties being part of a of a governing coalition. The Arab parties, that many of whom don't, many of whose individuals don't necessarily believe in the state of Israel, and that's frightening. Oh, no question about that. Phil Rosen with us live from Israel discussing the election. I, I've got to ask you about another piece of current events that is, uh, you know, that all of us are focusing on. Um, and I'll ask it to you in this specific manner. What did you think of the comments by Nancy Pelosi about the comments of one of her colleagues in Congress about Israel and the Jewish people? So I am extremely, extremely disappointed um, that the Democrats couldn't have voted a simple simple, simple resolution against anti-Semitism. Everybody talks about how that's anti-Semitism is the worst thing in the world, but then when it comes to, you know, what, what expression that uh, I've used in the past, you know, <laughs> to, to actually put, um, put the, the words into power and put the words into a resolution, um, they fail to do so, and instead they make it a resolution against any form of hatred. This is very specific. One of the Democratic uh, Congresswomen, Congresswomen um, said something that clearly, absolutely, unequivocally, not just once, but several times, was anti-Semitism. And that's wrong, and that should be condemned, and that person should be forced to step down from a committee position, especially the Foreign Relations Committee, but any committee position, if you do something as abhorrent as that, you know, when, when King, uh, Congressman King said something that was, that was abhorrent, the Republican leadership made him step down from all committee assignments, and that's what should happen here. And the excuse that she's allowing, that uh, Nancy Pelosi is ready to defend her colleague by saying she simply didn't understand or, you know, or, 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 um, or realize how insensitive these comments were and that you know, they weren't coming from a bad place, and I know I'm paraphrasing, but that, to me, is one of the most disturbing things. You're talking about a very powerful member of Congress. You're talking about somebody who has great Jewish um, uh, uh, constituency from a very important state with a great Jewish population. You're talking about somebody who understands the importance of the Jewish community of the United States supporting the Democratic Party, and yet she feels comfortable enough to make a statement like that. That's absolutely crazy, and I think that uh, if, um, if someone doesn't understand it, and she in particular should be should be taken off of all committee assignments and let her get an education. And once she's figured it all out, 
maybe she could come back to the table and apply again for a committee assignment. But until then, that person should not be serving on a committee. It's no excuse that you don't understand world issues. You don't understand anti-Semitism. This is only 70 years after the Holocaust. Please. Uh, well, we would hope the Democratic leadership would take your recommendation. I can tell you that much. Phil, finally, I got I to gotta, I gotta ask you, if since you're in Jerusalem and you're in Israel, obviously, I've got to ask you if you're feeling the same thing I felt this week. Uh, did you, were you surprised by some of the campaign messages that are being transmitted uh, around and about town? For instance, did you know that Kahlon is running with Menachem Begin and that Shas is offering Rebovadia as the head of their ticket? Did you see those billboards around Jerusalem? I, I did. <laughs> I did. It's fascinating. I, I, in fact, last night I was at uh, the opening of a company in Israel, a company's office, um, the Cross River Savings Bank, and um, I sat next to Aryeh Derry, and uh, I asked him whether uh, whether Ravavadja, um is enjoying this election season. And uh, he looked at me, and he started, broke into a smile and then a laugh, and he said, that's the funniest thing in the world. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. You should know, Malcolm, I'm here. For two reasons, obviously, I'm here for for whatever politics I'm doing, but also um, and and whatever advice I'm giving. But I'm also here. Um, yesterday was the R Crowd um, uh, symposium. Oh, John Medved uh, conference. John Medved. There were seventeen thousand people. That's the amazing number in Israel. It's the largest conference that's ever been in Israel. And it was in Jerusalem, in Binyanei Ha'uma. What a blessing to the Jewish people. They had hundreds of companies coming to talk about what they're producing. All Israeli, or mostly Israeli companies, they had people from all across this planet. Um, you had about 150 Chinese. You had 70 Koreans, South Koreans, all across Australians, South Americans. Everybody was here to see Israel at its best. And it was such a joy to be there. The, the message of the conference, in fact, was about not just investing, but impact investing, investing in things that do good for people all across the world, things like changing the, um, the, the atmosphere in terms of um, uh, natu- natural disasters, in terms of medical advancements, just unbelievable stuff. And, you know, Kolaka vote to John Medved, but to everybody who put it together. And Kolaka um, vote to Israel, that Israel was part of that, what a, that it was in Israel. What a time we are living in. Phil, thank you so yep. much for that. Enjoy Shabbat thank in you. Jerusalem, and thanks so much thank for all you. your input. You too. Have a great Shabbat, everybody. Phil, Phil Rosen, Vice Chair, Republican Jewish Coalition, at one time the chairman of the American Friends of Likud, and enjoying, quote-unquote, campaign season in Israel and being part of that unbelievable conference of 17,000 plus. Call out a vote to John Medved and everybody from around the world who understands the power and the incredible acumen of the Israeli people at this time, especially in the world of technology. Just unbelievable.